Welcome to a special EduTech Guys presentation recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Enjoy the conversation. Hey, welcome back to FETC 2022. It's been a very exciting day, day three. And, yeah. uh, a lot of great people, great guests, and we have a great guest in our seat right now. We're going to let him introduce himself, tell us who he is, what he does, and all that kind of good stuff. So here we go. Hello, everybody. My name is Wesley Blavelt. I am the CRE coordinator slash teacher slash club sponsor slash, you know, you know how that goes in education yeah. um, for Digital Academy of Florida, awesome. uh, which is powered by Stride. Oh, cool, cool. So uh, what brings you to FETC? What, what, what do they drag you down here for? Well, a couple, couple reasons. Uh, I always like coming down here just to kind of um, get inspiration from other teachers, from the vendors themselves, just kind of what the, what's going on. Uh, try to read the room and see what's going on in education and stay up to date. Um, my wife and, and myself are giving some presentations. Um, we've got another one at 3 o'clock today and 4 o'clock, uh, and then we'll wrap up our, our time here at FETC. But it, it's been a blast. That's awesome. So give our listeners a little bird's eye view of, of one of your sessions or all of your sessions. Well, uh, the first one my wife and I did was Stream Deck. Uh -huh. And, you know, uh, anyone who's done podcasting or streaming knows Stream Deck. Um, it's, it's a tool that streamers use um, along with another um, tool, which is OBS. But basically, it's, it's what helps streamers look cool, yeah. sound cool um, in streaming. And we want to sort of bridge that over to education, right? Because really, we're trying to meet the students where they're at. Mm -hmm. And every time you talk to a student, they want to be a streamer and a podcaster. Um, so if you can deliver content um, to the, the students that resembles that, um, more power to you. Because they're, yeah. they're going to listen. They're going to be engaged at that point. So uh, that was one. We've got another one coming up here uh, at 3 o'clock about digital badging. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and just what that means. So we're excited about that. And then also um, the Chrome extensions for teachers. Oh, that's really cool. So let's talk about um, the platform you guys use at the school, at the educational institution that you're at. Platform. A stride? Stride. Yeah. The platform in regards to. Like, tell us about it. We, we don't, we've never so, heard of it so before. So Stride is a, it's an online school. Um, it's, it's a national company, but they, so we use their curriculum at Digital Academy of Florida. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's it's a national company, um, but it's much like uh, FLVS. Okay. That that kind of um, online learning, online structure for um, the families, which I, I as a teacher have found just to be um, unreal in terms of the, it's kind of counterintuitive if you think about it, you go, well, brick and mortar, you probably build relationships more and I found that I'm talking to students a lot more. Mm -hmm. I'm actually talking to parents a lot more. The parents that are at home with the students, or maybe they're working, but it's, it feels like more of a team effort um, because they're more plugged in with what's going on because they have to be, right? Right For middle school, because we, we teach middle school um, myself. So it's been a great experience. I, I know, again, it's not for everybody, obviously, for obvious reasons, but man um it, it's been incredible yeah well and so and have you have you noticed that those relationships and, and that communication has that increased uh, mainly over the last say i don't know 18 months with uh, everything going on you know covid wise etc yeah yeah I, i've seen that um but just just the the environment itself lends itself better to having that communication mm -hmm. it, it, again it seems counterintuitive but i think because 
the the parents are sort of having to co-teach mm-hmm. and in a sense there's a there's a deeper appreciation for what teachers do yeah first of all so i think there's you know there's a mutual sort of relationship that builds symbiotic relationship that builds that um in, in my years of brick and mortar i, I really didn't feel it Mm-hmm. The way that I feel it here. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like the parents have a little bit more interaction with, the, you know, used to, you could bring a backpack home and unload it and find out what your kid was doing, but now it's not that way. So, but these platforms actually give the parent the opportunity to see a little bit more and get in communication much quicker with the educator. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing, you know, as we, as all educators move forward with, with technology, it's, it's one of those things where, um, not only are we meeting the students where they're at, we're meeting the families where they're at mm-hmm. because we have families that are working, you know, god awful hours, and and the last thing they want to do is is have a conference at five o'clock right. after. So you know, I, I have found a, a a real appreciation from parents when I make a video for them, mm-hmm. and and it's asynchronous, and they can watch it at eight o'clock, they can watch it twenty times. Um, so uh, text messaging, just all these different technologies that we have at our disposal just to make this sort of, I always use the term servant leadership. Mm. I'm, I'm here to serve the families, not just the student, but the families right. holistically. And, and I want to do that however we can. And with the technology we have now, it, it, I mean, there, there's so many ways that we can do this. Yeah. Our clients are our clients and we can actually give them everything they want now. Absolutely. Yeah. It, I, it, I agree. And it's kind of like the, the, you look at it where, you know, we have Netflix Mm-hmm. Netflix came along and it's that kind of disruption of like, listen, people want to watch things when it's convenient for them. They don't want to have to be, you know, at home at Saturday, mm-hmm. Saturday night at eight o'clock to watch this program. Right. right. They don't know our pain, do they? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but education sort of is starting to mirror that a little bit and catch up. And, and you can see the families and the students responding, which is great. So in terms of things like, you know, shutdown, pandemic, I mean, you guys are the digital academy, so you were already ahead, you know, far ahead of that curve, I would imagine. Um, So if you wouldn't mind, talk about um, where you guys were before that happened, and then what, if any, changes had to take place once things were shutting down as far as being at the digital academy? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just the amount of students. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, we had students and families sort of last minute making this choice because they had to. Where previously this, the, the clientele, the parents, the students, they were consciously sort of making this decision. It was pre-planned. They, they vetted it. They did all their homework. So they knew what they were getting into um, as far as, you know, how this was going to look. Mm-hmm. Now they don't. Right. So there's a learning curve for the families. Um, there's a learning curve for teachers because we had an influx of teachers as well. Um, to, just to, you know, teachers coming out of brick and mortar and just to um, meet those student demands because of the number it's increasing. So I would say that's the biggest um, hurdle. Okay. But again, the, the, the neat thing about that is that you have people that were sort of forced, for lack of a better term, they were forced to sure. sort of pick this that are now sort of uh, communicating to me like wow like we should have done this earlier just right. just the enrichment you have kids that didn't have a voice in brick and mortar mm-hmm. who were timid were afraid that have a voice now because they're making videos they're doing podcasts they're right. doing things and they're excelling so I, I personally love to see that because I've been in brick and mortar and, and you see the, the students that are sort of on the bubble 
and you go, man, I know that there's something in you. You just got to let it out. Um, And this environment sort of lending itself to those kids. And have you guys experienced a a pretty decent level of retention now that schools are going to air quote normal? Yeah. So we always have a built in sort of um, understanding at certain points in the year that, you know, and with with the news as it fluctuates that we're going to have some uh, attrition. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we've we've held a, a lot more than was expected. Uh, and again, just talking to the families, it was, wow, we didn't know it was like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't know that we were going to have opportunities like this. And then the, the social aspect is, wow, we didn't know that we, you know, you guys still had clubs and you guys still didn't meet. So that, that social aspect is still there. Um, and, you know, some of the expectations have to be um, adjusted. So, again, it's an opportunity. And I've had parents reach out to me and go, listen. Yeah, now they're they're playing sports more, or they they're in their community more. They're doing other things, so they're getting it that social aspect, just not in class. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. And and really, you know, as a teacher, we we want to get in there and get the content and go uh, and do that stuff. So, uh, whatever hesitations they had before coming, as soon as they got in here and did it, they loved it. Yeah, they loved it. Wesley, you strike me as a person who's always looking for the next thing to help help make it better. So, um, FETC, anything here that got you really excited? That I got to see this while I'm there. I got to do this. Got to touch this. Got to go Expo Hall and throw it around or anything like that. I'll tell you the the game design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my my sort of big and, and you're right. I, I like looking to the future. And, and one of the things I came from a corporate world, you know, for 17 years, um, and the big push on SEL. Mm-hmm. And, and what that means, and, and I talk about that a little bit in the digital badging that's going to be coming up here, is I, there are opportunities to get a complete picture of who a person is and who a student is, not just by a grade, mm. right? Um, because I've been in interviews where everybody checked the, the boxes, and man, they, they hit the interview out of the park, but when they actually got plugged into the day-to-day, um, there were some huge gaps that could have been um, seen maybe with some micro-badging mm-hmm. to see what skills they have. Um, so I'm excited about that, that aspect of that too. You know, again, when, when we were in school, it was, hey, you get an A, you get a B, you get a C. That, that sort of Yeah, and it defines you. Yeah. Um, and it's discouraging. So I, I'm, I love the move to this more holistic approach to students because, you know, one of the big things that I, I've been saying in a lot of my presentations is content is not the commodity anymore. Yeah. We used to have to go to the teachers because they were the holder of all the information, and we had to really pay attention. Um, the kids now don't have to do that. Right. There is no excuse. If you want to learn how to play the guitar, there's no excuse. Go yeah. to YouTube. Google yeah. it. Yeah. I, I talk about that all the time. I was a professional musician for years, and I said, back when I was in school in the 80s, um, uh, <laughs> you know, to book a gig, I had to go to a payphone and sit there at the college and make, make calls and send out cassette tapes. And now... The world, yeah. If I'd have had YouTube and just email, yeah. <laughs> where would we be? I know the struggle. I, yeah. I tried to teach myself to play guitar. I did, uh, but holy cow! If I would have had YouTube, yeah. Uh, and even now, I've I mean, I've replaced car batteries. I'm I'm not a handy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By by any stretch, of, I've I've fixed the washer. Well, I fixed the air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube. Boom. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I've ask your ask you this question because you're you're along the same line and uh, so VR Meta. What do you think about that? I, I, I think it's interesting. Yeah. I think it's interesting. And again, here we, we go back to game design. We go back to creativity. And I think creativity moving forward is really going to be the unicorn sort of skill. 
And I tell my students this all the time. Listen, I'm, I'm, we're getting you industry certifications. And they go, yeah, this is great. I go, how many of you are in the class? Well, 200. So 200 of you are going to potentially have the same certification. What's going to differentiate you? It's how you apply it. Yeah, right. Get creative and, and apply it in a creative way because you're going to be up against a person that has the exact same qualifications. The only thing that's going to stick out is your portfolio. Mm -hmm. So the metaverse thing, I, I think with the, the, the Unreal Engines and, and that VR, yeah. um, I think that's a huge opportunity for students to really unleash their creativity. And that's that's where we're going, right? Yep. Yeah. That's exactly well, and, where we're going. And, and I think um, I, I think all of this goes back to one of the things that, that you've been uh, talking about and, and we've sort of been dancing around uh, is is the badging and the micro credentials and, and having the students be able to show that they've taken you know that they that they've mastered these particular skill sets, these uh, particular concepts, and it's all together in a digital portfolio that they can take with them wherever they go and say, here, this is what I know, scan this QR code, you know, where we used to, you know, carry around our resumes and CVs, or, or if you were part of the generation of digital portfolios where you, we talked about this earlier, where you burned a CD and, you know, here's my CD, yeah. you know, now it's, you know, scan my QR code and here I am. Yeah. We I mean, how cool is that? It's, 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 it's a more nuanced approach. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a more nuanced approach. And, and the one thing as a father myself that I love is th there's an anxiety about college and right. money and four-year degrees. Right. And, and you, you, again, you read the room and you say, well, you got Google that's telling you, I don't care if you have a degree. I want to see your portfolio. Right. Yeah, I want exactly. to see your, your badging. Now there's companies coming around saying, we want to see badges, micro badging, um, because it gives us a, a more complete picture. A degree doesn't even really give you as complete a picture as a badge would mm -hmm. or, right. or a portfolio. So I, I love that because I wish I had it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and, uh, I, I, one of the things I tried to instill in, in, in my children, I've got one son who went to college and decided it wasn't for him, and I've got a daughter in college right now. And one of the things I told them is, you know, I, I don't really care what you major in if, if you're going to go. Just just all you're going to do is get through and get the piece of paper. Because as crazy as it sounds, that's honestly what most employers <laughs> who require a degree, that's really yeah. the, the what the degree is in doesn't necessarily matter what they're looking for is what that shows them is you know that, that you've put forth the work and you've done what was asked of you whether or not you use it in life you know i don't know about you my degree is mass media radio which happens to now have come around where okay i can do podcasting but i'm a tech guy at an education service agency that has nothing to do with my you know radio i was going to own radio stations and then i've got a master's degree in in english and again Okay, he's my editor. Loosely, you know, yeah, loosely related to what I do, but I mean, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not teaching English anywhere. You know what I mean? So what? it's, it's you, you're getting those pieces of, you know, we're getting those pieces of paper for this, almost for the sake of just getting those pieces of paper. And if we can head that off with badging, micro credentialing, you can show what you can do. I don't care if we got the stupid piece of paper or not. I can see. I don't mean to discredit anybody who's going to college, but I'm just saying. You know, it's much more of an option than I think it was when, especially those of us that are a little older, were going through. Yeah, it was you. You go to school, you go to college, um, and you know, I, I'm a, I'm one of the many who have school debt, and it and I have school debt because of classes that don't apply to what I'm doing. Exactly. Same thing because again, at 18, yeah. 19, 20, I mean, even in my 30s, I I didn't know exactly 
what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and, and again, the badging, it's, it's, uh, to your point, it's not to discourage the, the degrees. Um, if you're passionate about something, go for it. But I guess the badging to me is, is sort of, I, I want to address the, the disenfranchised people who think that this is the only way they can be successful. Yes. And that they'll never do it because their friends can afford it and they can't do something. Mm-hmm. Build a portfolio. Yep. Right, because that's really what people want to see now, and, and the micro badging again helps with that, and and it just it opens it up to, to people that wouldn't necessarily have that opportunity, yep. which again I love. Yeah. So uh, I have to be the time cop here. So um, uh, <laughs> if folks want to reach out to you, become your friend, pick your brain, steal your ideas, um, what's the what's the best way they can do that? On Twitter. Cool. They can they can reach me. It's Wesley James, eight twenty eight. Cool. That's my handle. So yeah, reach out to me. And just talk if you want to talk and, awesome. and let's let's get philosophical yeah hey Wesley, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show yeah thank you guys for having me have a great fetc you too you've been listening to a special edutech guys presentation recorded live at fetc 2022 in orlando florida thanks for listening